Hello and welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. Uh, my name is Sergio. I'm your host, as always. Uh, and with me, uh, I have I have the OG, the original crew, uh, Reed Walker. Woohoo! And the 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 often absent but never replaced Josh Alcaraz. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. My lawyer has uh, asked that I say that after every sentence. Allegedly. All right. Well, um, so we're still trying to fill in all the holes that we uh, created. <laughs> I say we. I, I mean me. Uh, I created uh, with our completely screwed up. Um, the hell's it called? Uh, numbering system. Yeah. This is the, this is the third lost episode. All right. What we're going to talk about? What read? What are we going to talk about this episode? Allegedly, <laughs> good man. 1998 is the greatest Just, year of gaming, or the, a seminal year, the seminal year of video games. Allegedly, allegedly, again, allegedly. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to try and see if that's true or not. I, I don't. I, no, I don't. I don't think we need to see if it's true. Um, maybe we'll just discuss it and not ask that question. It's like, hey, that's a cool game, right? Right. We'll just look it up because I think it's it's yeah. I, th- I think it's kind of um, it's it's already been determined that this is the, the the best year of video games. But but if we were to like quantify its value, we would have to compare it to other years, which I don't think we have time to do this year. We don't. Or, or in this in this episode, like I don't I don't think we have the time to break down. 40 years of video gaming. Mm, something like that. Get good, yeah. dude. Well, Sergio, why don't you tell me and Josh what you want to talk about then? Uh, but no, let's... let's. Okay, so it's been 20 years since 1998. And I figured mm. since it's been 20 years, we probably need to get this podcast recorded before the end of the year. That way it seems <laughs> timely. Cool, cool, cool. And if we're going to transport ourselves back to 1998... Um, Josh, what video game consoles? And don't look it up. Pull this shit from your memory. What video game consoles were the hot shit in 1998? Uh, PlayStation One, uh, Nintendo 64, I believe. No, not 64. Um, Dreamcast, I think, was out by no. Dreamcast wasn't out then yet. I think it was 64, actually. Yes, it was 64. Um, Super Nintendo was still pretty popular at the time, I believe. Been out for a while though. I don't. I don't know if there were any significant releases though. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Home Alone you know, Three movie, the game. <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head though. The PS One and the N sixty four are kind of the bread and butter of this year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. So we're just going to talk about some of the biggest some some of the the, the big name games that came out. And uh, Reed, I'm going to let you go first. We have kind of a list here compiled of of the the best games of 1998. Well, I'm going to hit on the one that I assume you, neither of you can say anything about. Okay. Pokemon Red and Blue. Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh, Boy. I, I, yeah. I I, th- I think we need to, to 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 at least point out that uh, we're talking domestic releases here. Mm-hmm. 1998 in America. I thought Pokemon like red and green and yellow came out. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yes, Josh, you would be right. In 1996, oh. 
in Japan, Pokemon Red and Green did come out. And then in 1998, we got red and blue. Oh. And Japan had gotten yellow in the same year, which we would eventually get yellow. What a simple explanation. Thank you for clearing that up. (laughs) You're very welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That was very concise. God damn it. We will never never plan for another episode ever again. You've ruined (laughs) it. Why bother? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. red Red and blue, that... It was definitely a special special place in my heart because that man I remember just playing the crap out of those games with with my friends in school in like sixth or seventh grade or something like that I can't remember oh it's just crazy I got I remember uh, I got red and my friend got blue and we just we had our own dumb little league I'm like a complete league mm-hmm like ordered each other and we were like the the Elite Four kind of thing. Did you guys have matching outfits? No, no, no. We weren't. We weren't that into it. Did y'all we have to have? Did, did y'all ever use the link cable to like trade Pokemon and shit? That's exactly what we did. Oh, oh my hell yeah. god! Yeah, fuck because yeah. the because one because each version had specific Pokemon to it. So you that's the only way you could catch all of them. Like one version had Electabuzz and the other version had Taurus. So you had to do it that way. To get all of them. How many original Pokemon were there? A uh, hundred and a hundred or one hundred and fifty. One of the two. One hundred and forty-three. Wow. Is that accurate, or are you pulling that out of your ass? I already said he, I don't know shit about he, Pokemon. He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. I missed that entire boat. Like when Pokemon came out, like I, I always just thought it was like for like little children, like small kids, like, <laughs> like they were playing Pokemon. And watching the Wiggles, <laughs> like it never dawned on me that that was like a, a game I would ever want to play. See, I told you. Okay, I was close. I was close. Like I always understood that it was it, like it was a game that was kind of di- like created for children, but it had such a deep RPG like mechanic that yeah. anyone could could really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it definitely did. Like it it has that kid sort of feel to what your character's trying to do and what's happening around and stuff like that but yeah, as far as the game mechanics it was it's a deep it's a lot deeper game because you because you literally have uh, a six-man team and you fight battles against other equivalent sized teams and you have 151 individual things you can fight with and i mean six 151 combination numbers and ah I gotta say, I can't think of any other game that was like designed for children, but like is beloved by adults, like as like an actual respected thing. Mario. Mario, yeah, maybe. I, I think at this point it's the kids. Well, who of had course, that Mario. <laughs> I, I feel like that's kind of more like back. Yeah, like kids like Pokemon so much now, but the parent, you know, some of the parents of those children grew up on this game. Like I, we fit in that category. They're the baronies of that universe. Sure. <laughs> I, I have a I have a very distinct memory with red and blue with Pokemon, and then we'll move. One of y'all can take over. I remember staying up for quite a while one night at my house during the winter after getting the game. When I got to the Safari Zone, and there's a specific Pokemon to my version I was trying to catch for my friends because they're catching the version for me, and uh. I finally caught it. This thing's like really rare to catch. You have to be specific about how to get it and hope it doesn't run away. 
hope your pokeballs catch it because it's still always a percent chance and and after that though at the end of all of it my retina detached in the same night oh god like in game no in person in life in life oh pokemon detached your retina holy shit that game is intense I, I would not say that Pokemon did it <laughs> uh, I'll never forget that that's fucking tragic man it's that's not fucking as funny <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds for what like it's not like I felt anything you're ready detaching it doesn't necessarily hurt per se did, so did, uh, I, I'm sorry to completely derail this but does like did you just go blinder like how does what what exactly is the like kind of or was kind that a, the origin story? Kind of a mat. It's definitely not the origin story. Oh. You can just kind of imagine. I don't know if you've ever paid attention. Like when you have your eyes closed, like you still see color, mm-hmm. right? Think of it kind of like that. That's what I remember it being like. When the retina, I knew the retina detached, obviously because one I still worked, and the other one wasn't. But it was like I just saw all these colors coming in. No, no image was in front of me. Really, it's just uh, you know. Just all sorts of colors, red, blue, green, purple, blah, 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 psych, just kind of cycling, very psychedelic kind of looking. Are you sure you didn't do acid? Yeah, because I was like 12. You've clearly like, never done acid. Like 12, 12, <laughs> like, yeah, like 12 year olds have never done acid. Pokemon Red Blue, very, very special place to me. All right, all right. That, That's yeah, so much well. worse. Well, I don't know. Is is there one you want to talk about, Josh? Because I, I cannot follow up a detached retina story. Is Metal Gear on this list? It goddamn well better be. Metal yes, Gear Solid. Is yeah, Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear is on Solid. the list. That's a great game. What about you, Sergio? Is that, that's it? That, oh, Metal Gear Solid <laughs> is getting a that's a good game? That's a pretty, that, was a, that was an alright game. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good, dude. That's pretty good, yeah. dude. Alright, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> No, I mean, that game obviously was fucking groundbreaking, and it's had many imitators and sequels and shit, and I mean, I think I've talked about Metal Gear a couple of times on the show before, once or twice. A but, few times, uh, yeah. It it created its own genre, much like when Resident Evil came out, it created the survival horror-like game. Metal Gear kind of created the stealth game in that kind of form. It was okay. big. So, wait, so... so, so Really, it created the stealth game in that, like the 3D stealth game. Yes, oh. there was I was no not other aware game of that. like that. Yes, it created the the stealth, tactical stealth genre. Is, is is that like what's the subtitle <laughs> on that? Tactical espionage action or something? Yes, that's what it created. Okay. Yeah, I stealth tactical espionage I, or something like that. I think like true that. stealth games came from like the Thief series, like the shit that you hate, Sergio. Oh yeah, yeah, I really hate like, like the game focused on stealth. Yeah, I, I would much rather just run into a room and shoot somebody. But, and sometimes I like doing that too, but I definitely do stealth. I like being able to sneak in and just kind of slit their throat and sneak back out and then go home and play a video game. <laughs> Okay, right, I see what you did. Um, let's see. The one I want to talk about is Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Oh boy! What? Like, there's not much to say that hasn't been said about what's arguably the greatest game ever created. It might be. 
No, there's, there's plenty it to really say. You can you can add your you know add your own personal. What what was going on with you at the time? Like, what was your experience with it? Okay. Not how okay. good or bad it was. All right, all right. Well, my well my experience with it didn't actually happen in '08. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my experience with it didn't. I didn't play it until like 2003. Uh, mm-hmm. When it was released, like re-released on GameCube. Okay. Uh, the, the experience I had with it when it came out was very shortly after uh, I played, say, uh, Mario 64 uh, and Banjo Kazooie, which is also on this list. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing it at say like a Walmart or a or a Kmart or something. And afterwards, I was like, Link can't jump. <laughs> like. What the hell what, kind of game has a character that can't jump? And I, like, I was all mad, and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to play that game. I'm not going to be able to get anywhere. I can't jump." And I, he, he, only, was, he was only able to jump in part two anyway, originally, right? I don't know. Like, yeah, he, yeah he of, up to that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all top. There were it was all top down. There were forced jumps in like Link to the Past, but you couldn't actually jump. Yeah. You couldn't jump on command. Yeah. I think the only one you could do that in was part two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, like, I, I, after I played it and couldn't jump, and there wasn't a jump button, I just kind of said, fuck this game, and <laughs> d- didn't touch it for several years later. And and then at that point, you know, I fell in love with the entire series and ate my what words. What do you to jump for anyway? Damn, so th- when did you actually play it? Like, like 03. It was like 03. Oh, okay. I thought you. Oh, so you played it way after it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I, thought... I didn't even play it on N sixty four. Well, no. When you oh, said, it, I was thinking you like started playing in 03, and you were like, "Man, this is dumb. I can't jump." And then you came back to it. No, no, that's no, no. no. I, I, I originally played it like in a, in a <laughs> oh, store that's around launch. Yeah, like around oh, launch in okay, ninety eight. Okay. I got you. That's when I was like, "Nah, fuck this." Your your verbiage was a little off there, but I got we're up to speed now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I, your inflection could have said otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 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 probably the one thing I can point to in in Ocarina that kind of just changed everything was Z targeting. Mm-hmm. You know, like analog gameplay was still still kind of being figured out by developers. In two thousand three, or at the time of release at, in in ninety eight in ninety eight. Okay. And just 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 being able to hold the Z button underneath and lock onto your enemy and strafe around it automatically, mm-hmm. like groundbreaking. No, yeah, groundbreaking is <laughs> like it was as groundbreaking as things like chest high walls. <laughs> you know, just cover. to uh, yeah, cover yeah, like cover shooting, like it. it yeah, it's it's like everyone's like, oh shit, we can do this now, and then it just happened over and over in every freaking game for like a decade. Yeah. Sounds about right. That was a good game. Yeah. Even the horse riding was pretty good in that game. For the time. Like, to be able to get up on your horse and, like, fucking ride around. Yeah, yeah. And it was huge. Like, it successfully translated the formula that had been created on, say, the the NES and the SNES. Yeah, the first one. Mm-hmm. They sort of took that original map and kind of tried to make it their own. Yeah. 
as I said, there's there's not much to be said about the Legend of Zelda that has not been said, uh, Ocarina of Time that has not already been said. So say something that hasn't been said about it. Florpal Zine. Z targeting. Speak kind of boring. <laughs> Z targeting changed his life. <laughs> Z targeting is boring. Z targeting changed my life, man. It, it yes. kind of make it as much as it helps combat. It's kind of shitty for combat. What? As much as, lame. as much as Z targeting helps combat, it kind of makes combat poo poo. No, it doesn't. You're lying. Does. Stop it. Here, look. Let me here. Let me give you an example. Oh, look. There's a Stalfo over there. Let me Z-target that motherfucker. All right, cool. I'm highlighted on you, dude. I'm going to walk over here and strafe at you. Oh, your shield's up, so I need to wait on you. Okay. And we're just going to circle because that's how Z-targeting works. I can't get behind you. Oh, is your shield down? I'm going to hit you now. Yes, you can get behind him. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. I don't know about that part. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought he was just saying things that have never been said about Aquila. Um, I I I thought that's where he was going with it. No, that is kind of what I am saying. Like the Z, the since they had to, uh, I've read things talking about talking about this before in some detail where just Z targeting kind of forced them to have combat be a certain way, which Z targeting is still good. It doesn't take away from Z targeting's uh, benefits necessarily, but it does alter combat in a way where enemies kind of function a lot the same. Maybe across there's like less variety in enemies kind of thing or you know you have to wait to to act kind of things yeah yeah and i don't yeah. know but that and i'm not even i'm not trying to criticize like that's terrible i mean it's a stepping stone you have to start somewhere so right 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 it's just what it is and how about that zelda he's awesome how about that zelda <laughs> <laughs> all right reed it's you're up what do you what do you want to talk about M- man i guess Josh, remind me. You're, I think you're you're more P, more of a PC. You grew up with more PC stuff, right? Didn't you? Me? Uh huh. Did you? Uh, I grew up with PC and console, both. Um. Do you know? Do you think you know more about StarCraft than I do? Uh. Like, I don't know. Play StarCraft very much. I played the shit out of StarCraft when I was younger. Then, mm-hmm. then yeah, you definitely know more about StarCraft than I do. Yeah. Well, you don't know much about anything, Sergio. Uh, I'm, I'll try so and talk mean. about, I'll try and, uh, StarCraft's probably the only other one I really know about, man. Like, a lot of these, I just don't know anything about. Did you, did you never play Re- Resident Evil 2? I played Resident Evil 2, I did. I, that's when I was kind of looking at eyeballing, but I, I don't remember much about it. I just remember, it's Raccoon City, cause I, and I never played the first one, though, so I didn't have that, I didn't have that frame of reference. Wait, you never played Resident Evil 1? Not at the time, no. I oh. played Resident Evil 2. And it, Especially when I found out that Resident Evil 2 was disconnected from the first one. I didn't really, you know, so I was like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll play that, sure. It's not and disconnected it, from the first one. I mean, are there stories, are they shared stories? Yeah. Chris right. Redfield's sister is is Claire from Part 2. Yeah, but the events that happened in the first game, do they matter? Uh, well, they're happening at the same time. Do what? I think they're happening at the same time. Oh, when, okay. While Resident Evil One is happening, Resident Evil Two is also happening, like at the, okay. like the same well, time. Well, I, that's what I mean, though. Like I didn't, I didn't have to play the story of, oh, no, of Resident no, Evil you, One to understand Two. No, I apologize. My verbiage was off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's the one I guess I'll talk about, and I'll let you talk about StarCraft. But I can't really say that much to Resident Evil Two. 
I mean, I could probably talk more about Resident Evil 2 than StarCraft, honestly. I can't say more about Star- StarCraft. Uh, I mean, I we're, we're here. Let's, probably, just let's just both do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll build off each other. You can you can jump off what I say. Okay. I, I, I definitely I remember really enjoying it, but I really remember, like, I kind of like the Z-targeting thing we just said. Tank controls are dumb, but... Yes. We're about Resident Evil 2 now, right? Mm-hmm. I but, fucking hate tank controls. But, like, at the same time, the way that the camera functions because of those controls and the way that they get to set up the areas around you as you go through from area to area or room to room is super cool like they look so good because they're you know they basically just pre-render everything because yeah. they know how you're going to come in the room so they don't have yeah, to worry about angles pre-rendered static room with a set camera angle right so i i mean i understand why they went with that direction mm-hmm. with the uh, uh the tank controls but i mean and, it still yeah. kind of sucks but it, <laughs> for, it does for what it was it's what it needed yeah and it also has a level of claustrophobia and and jump to it because you'd come around a corner and you'd start going to the next area, you're almost to the next cut, but then zombies are coming out at you from the before you're about to pass. So it's like, oh right. shit. Or vice versa, right? Like you're coming into the next area, and as soon as you come in, zombies are already in your face. As soon as you cut through. Well, the other awesome part was it was like one of the first, um, like dual stories you could play. The game twice with two different characters when two different right, stories. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah, like the first the big mainstream one, yeah. Like you could do that with Resident Evil One, kind of, but it was more of it's the same game. You're just playing one character versus the other, like, but they're going through the same stuff. There's not really any change dialogue or, or you know, like you have to be this one to be able to get into this room, or you have to be this one to be able to get in the other room. You know, like it's pretty much the same experience. You're just playing it either as yeah, Jill or Chris. Yes, right. basically. Hmm. I, I remember really liking Resident Evil 2. I don't remember if I actually beat it or not, but I definitely remember enjoying it. Well, they're making a full remake of it right now. That looks pretty cool. Oh, are they? Okay. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, they're doing a full, oh. like, yeah, uh, entire remake of Resident Evil 2. So it's not even going to, so it's not a remaster. They're just... No, it's a complete, from the ground up, new voice actors, new everything. Like, it's a com- new story, new layouts. It's a remake of Resident Evil 2. And they're getting rid of tank controls, right? <laughs> yes, I would imagine they. I think you could even do it in first person if you want to. Huh? Like, like you could change that the uh, angle on it. I guess we'll see how that pans out. They already have videos of it online. Mm. All right, all right. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It looks good. Internet is a thing. <laughs> well, speaking of the internet being a thing, Josh, with the main thing I know about StarCraft, so you maybe can cover this the actual gameplay end of it i just know that it was just such a huge success in terms of you know like creating a, a com- this this massive community yeah i mean it's, it's of a game uh, it was the first i don't want to say first successful rts because there were other successful ones it was the first globally like huge especially multiplayer yeah like phenomenal. game out there yeah, yeah, like like in Korea, like they still in today in Korea. Oh yeah, yeah. StarCraft tournaments playing the original StarCraft. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's it's definitely a huge thing, you know. It, it came off the back of Warcraft, but um, it right. Was but this was a own co- thing. Yeah, this was the culmination of all that work. Right. Um. 
What how how would what was going on with you when you were playing it? Did did you have any like unique memory or attachment to to when you were, when that game came out? I remember sitting in my in front of my computer when that game first came out and just playing and playing and playing and then realizing like I'd been up for like two days playing it straight. <laughs> like just totally <laughs> lost track of time. I was probably like fifteen or so or I don't know how old it was, but I was young. You know, I just fucking got stuck playing that game. And then uh after I beat the storyline I go back and play the game with like cheats and stuff and just like decimate. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh no, I mean it it's it's definitely one of those games that like it set a bar for sure. Did you did you ever play with anybody like locally in any way? Nah, not really. I didn't really know anybody uh, who was into computers <laughs> or games mm-hmm. like that. Were you. like uh, like the internet was still young. Mm-hmm. And then okay. when you could get on like with just random people, it was like uh, you know the, the young and supple internet. <laughs> yes, young, innocent, uncorrupted yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely do think that the. It, it just says a lot that that game is still prevalent today, still a played thing in a entire country as like a national pastime sort of thing. Cafes dedicated to it. I think I think that just that says enough right there. It's like what how baseball is in America. Starcraft mm-hmm. is in Korea. Yeah, yeah, and that's absolutely right. absurd. Sure. <laughs> it's, it is crazy, but man, it's, it's a national pastime. Yeah. It mm. is the chess of of strategy games, allegedly. Yeah. I thought chess was the chess of strategy games. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> no, man, chess is a first-person shooter. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because chess is just a shortened version of chest. Like, shoot him in the chest. Okay. Wow. Gotcha. You know, oh, God. Yes, StarCraft is the video game equivalent of chess in the RTS genre. Alright, I guess that This makes is sense. reality breach, fill in your holes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, I want to talk about Half-Life. Alright. Somebody needed to. Huh? Somebody needed to. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love Half-Life. Go for it, I have zero experience with that game. That's, that's another one that I didn't play in 98. Because I didn't really get into um, first-person shooters until about '04, and um, I didn't even play it on PC the first mm. time. Uh, the first time I played it, I played it on PS2. Orange box? Oh, okay. No, no, no. PS2. Oh, PS2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Half Life came out on PS2, and. Mm, it was at that point it was already an old game. Mm-hmm. But even had Half Life Two come out at that point? No, 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 not 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 yet. It was it was I think it was released in like oh one or oh two thousand something like that. Okay. So like even the uh, the dual the dual stick first person stuff was still kind of wonky in it. But I, the Half Life stri- One came out in ninety eight, right? Half Life yeah. Two came out in '04. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I played it even later than you did. You know when I played Half Life? When? When you fucking told me that Half Life existed, and I went home and played it. Oh shit. Yeah, that's the first time I played Half Life. <laughs> you told me about it at work one day, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. 
And you were telling me about Half-Life 2. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. And it was on sale on Steam. So I went home and bought it and played it. <laughs> yeah, like like the things that the things that Half-Life does well, it, it, it like the controls don't have to be that good for you to enjoy it. Like that probably the best opening sequence of any video game I've ever played is the first Half-Life. Where you take like the train, like or the trolley thing into Black Mesa, and yeah. you go talk to all the different scientists, and you're like, "Oh, look at me!" Blah 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 blah. And then while you're there, all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose, and you have to walk back through the 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 lab that you just got out of, and it has now been t- completely changed by the dimensional like op- rift that you create. Like even though I was playing it in like oh five or whatever. When that fucking dimension, that portal thing opens, I was legit nervous, <laughs> just because of how well the story was 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 being built around me. So, like, I don't know how well Half Life plays today. Like, it's you know twenty years later. Um, I may I, I've I've thought about diving back into it just because it is such an iconic game, um, but I'm kind of scared to at this point. <laughs> What would what would you have to lose? What could you be scared of? Well, just now. I, are you I, are you going to play the Half Life Source version, like or like the original Half Life? I, like, like I think I I think I would play the fo- Source version just so the con- controls are better. Oh okay. Um, I've even toyed with playing Black Mesa, which I believe is a a, a fan made a fan made remake. Uh, yes, it is, and it, it, I believe it goes all the way up until the end of Half Life, and then it cuts like a large like once you get to the other planet, I think it stops there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking about doing that. Um, but th- what I'd be scared of is my my memory of how good the game was being tainted by me trying to play an old game. Never meet your heroes. So I don't know. I could, yeah, I could see that. Like you just you don't like it, kind of thing, or end up like, not why liking did, it. Yeah, why did I like this shit? This is terrible, you know. And and it wasn't terrible at the time. It was amazing. Uh, sure. I mean, it's like trying to go back and play an, an original Nintendo game. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, in my mind, this was way way cooler. <laughs> right. It's kind of true. Mar- uh, Mario and Zelda are one of the few old NES games I can go back to. And be like, yeah, this is still cool. Yeah. Yes. I would but, say those are the only two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh well that's pretty much all of the like the biggest games that came out in '98. Uh we do still have a long list of stuff that I do I would like to hit on. Go for it. Uh let's see Banjo Kazooie. Never this played. Is, it. Yeah this is like the only other one I can talk about really. Okay Reed well then talk about Banjo Kazooie. Well no I I can't let's just collaborate we'll collaborate like Josh and I did. <laughs> I, and I st- and at this point I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember it was just it was great. I mean it was just you we played Super Mario's. When did you play it? Let's go and let's go and date you here. Uh, did I played you play it in two thousand six or something. No, no, I played that one in in ninety eight or or very shortly okay. thereafter. Like I remember, yeah. I had played a bunch of rare games. Like I had played Donkey Kong Countries one, two, and three. Yeah, uh, I had played Mario 64, which isn't a rare game, but it was you know the, kind of the in- introduction to Nintendo in 3D. Mm-hmm. And somehow Nintendo had gotten me on their mailing list, and oh. they sent me a VHS tape. 
with <laughs> a preview of Banjo-Kazooie. They're like, hey, this is coming. You should probably buy it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ask your parents' permission. Was, exactly. was Sergio a victim of marketing? I, maybe I was. I don't know. But I, I, I saw think he was a victim of something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Subliminal so, messaging. So, like, I, I put the tape in, and, and you know, the rare logo spun. You know, you know how the rare logo spun. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that little, and, yeah. And I was like, oh, I know these guys. They did it's that the, the game. That I'm like, game. oh, oh, look, and it's like Mario. It's like Mario. And I played <laughs> Banjo Kazooie like five times. Oh well. In in like a two year period. That's that's how much I love that damn game. Oh man. Like if, if if we're talking, in at least my opinion, if we're talking mm-hmm. 3D platformers, I would put Banjo Kazooie in like the top three of uh, all time. I imagine so. Like of like the we, year or of all time? Of all time. <laughs> of all time. Like yes. Mario 64 is seminal and everything, just because it was first. But that is, it is not the best. No, no, Banjo Kazooie is a, a lot better of game. Groundwork, but yeah, Banjo Kazooie was super better. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely enjoyed the crap out of it, but I just don't have much of a, a memory for it. Particularly, it was really I can't remember if there was something else, and maybe I just didn't experience it. But there was a different another thing like it. It was really cool to have had a duo of characters that you know work off each other in the uh, game. Yeah, yeah, that had kind of a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. And short of Mario sixty four, like it was really something. Talk about a collectathon. I don't think I tried quite as hard in Mario 64 to get all the stars as I did to try and get all the... Puzzle pieces. Honey- was it puzzle pieces or honeycombs? It was both. Both? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, whichever one. I, I, I definitely tried. I definitely 100%ed Banjo-Kazooie more than once. Definitely. <laughs> it did make me go, funny enough trying to get them so much in that one did make me go back and I played Mario 64 to collect the rest of the stars like actively looked for them and like looked up and tried to find information to find them yeah yeah like it's it's really a shame that we have not gotten a proper Banjo-Kazooie like three didn't didn't uh, the what, what was the other game that came out there was, was uh, there was Banjo-Tooie the, and then there was Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts no, 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 no! I'm in the Kickstarter game. Oh, that was like the oh ukulele. Yeah, yeah. Had that pan out? I don't think I ever looked into that. That's a decent game. It's decent. It has a lot of the same charm. I wouldn't say it's nearly this, as good. Isn't it like the spiritual successor or something? Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it, and and it, and there's a lot of banjo in that in that game. Like I think they even had the same guy do the music. Mm-hmm. Huh. Was did it? Was it just very? Dis, was it disappointing to a lot of the people who've been like clamoring for that? Kind of game again? I, I or, don't think or allegedly. allegedly. I, I just I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what the the, the greater opinion is on it. Mm. But they they delivered on what they promised. Okay, I that sounds good for me. Hearing that 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 sounds good enough to me. Yeah, it's not like a mighty number no. nine scenario or not even close. No, no, that's, no, that's no, good no. enough. Yeah, what what happened with that? It that just, was a panned across the board. <clears throat> Yeah, really? it it went through a lot of. I don't know if rewrites is the correct term, but it, it just went. It was not what people were supposed to get. Not from what mm. you know originally talking about the Kickstarter and blah blah blah. Yeah. And and you know it, like this kind of stuff never offends me, but it 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 blows my mind how. Pe- I think I remember there was the commercial where they basically like were 
hating on on nerds or something. It's like, oh, you're like some nerd who didn't get to go to prom. Well, you're gonna get to play Mighty Number no. Nine <laughs> or, or some some dumb commercial, and that and that hit some that had some attention uh, from the games media. And it was like negative. It was all negative attention. I was like, "What is this even? A, what? I mean, it's a terrible commercial." I, I ended up seeing it, but I was like, "Why are you get? What is this? A, I hate. I hate people so much. This is dumb. <laughs> you people are dumb." All right, all right. It's back on. Let's get back on track. Back on track. <laughs> back on track. What do you mean, you people? You, you uh, people. Banjo Kazooie was was very good. Yes, so, definitely um, a great platformer. And I don't want to talk too much about it, but in the same vein as Banjo Kazooie on the PlayStation side, we have Spyro the Dragon. Would well before you get jump on that, I, and you know more about that about the Skylander. Other stuff than I do. Oh my the, god! The, yes, the, the Skylander. The very same. Didn't you play Abe's Exodus? Wasn't that like your jam, or was Gex? In, in one of those two games, big to you, Sergio? No, Odd neither, neither of those. I've played Oddworld. I've never mm-hmm. played Gex. I, I thought you liked Oddworld for some reason. Uh, I, I, I liked like, the, really liked it. Like, the really later liked it. Oddworld games. Oh, okay. Uh, I, were, I, I played Exodus like some. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a platformer and it's weird, <laughs> but. <clears throat> I wouldn't say that I really enjoyed it, um, but yes, yeah, Sp- Spyro the Dragon is probably the first and most important proper 3D platformer, free roam 3D platformer that the PlayStation got. Mm-hmm. And while it was straight up targeted at children, because that is a children ass game. Which one is this? Is this Spyro? Uh, Spyro? Yeah, technically speaking, it was way beyond a lot of what the PlayStation was doing at the time. Hmm. How do you mean? How like, do you mean? Like, if, if we're looking at apples to apples here, like, compare that to Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crash, yeah. yeah, Crash Bandicoot was a run forward and dodge shit, or run backwards and dodge shit 3D platformer. It was almost a faux 3D platformer. Spyro was like a f- full-on... Mario 64 style 3D collectum game. And mm-hmm. it was the first time they got it right on the PlayStation. Mm. Interesting, interesting. But other than that, I don't have much to say about Spyro. Oh. Well, what else we got? Josh. I was about to say, Josh, do you with with some more PC background? Did you play Grim Fandango at all by any chance? Um, I played. I did. Like, not. I never finished it. Um, just because I did. Just did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I remember really, really liking it. I was actually thinking about because I, I uh, somehow I got a uh, the remastered version. I was thinking about going back and playing it again at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it was really good. I mean, and Lucasfilm did it. So, I mean, it was a great game. Like, the really good story. It's a point-and-click adventure, you know, so, but it's, if you like those types of games, it was really interesting and a lot better than most of the other ones that were around at that time. Like uh, that's Monkey a Tim Schafer joint, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's, so, yeah. Yeah. Dude who did Psychonauts, right? 
wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done a bunch of stuff. Uh, what's that Halloween game he just did? A costume quest or whatever? Co- he does yeah, those. costume quest. Uh, he did... Brutal Legend. Um, Brutal Legend, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely unique because it... There's, you know how sometimes you play games and it kind of seems like it's a little cookie cutter, like there's not really much originality to it. Like, I had never seen a, a game like that before. As far as for that genre and that kind of storyline, it was really just ahead of the game compared to so, other games at that time. So, did you play it at the around release then, or you make maybe like other... a year later? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That, yeah, it was, yeah, it was around counts. the time. Yeah, it okay. was. Um, it was. Uh, I think I had like a stolen copy of it. I think I still do somewhere. <laughs> but it was <laughs> when I got it, it was just like on a allegedly. printed, allegedly. Yeah, like. Uh, um, I think someone downloaded it and put it on a um, like just you know CD burnable drive and this is like a shareware I, copy. No, it was the actual game because there was a few discs to it. There was like I think four discs to it or something like that, and I had all four. But it was like yeah, people were passing it around for sure. Uh, we'll talk about uh, let's talk about M- NBC. To say about them. NBC. I, I guess DDR is maybe the only other one I can say anything about, and I just thought it was ridiculous. I never, never got on board, but man, I remember that those games were crazy. People loved the shit out of DDR. Yeah, I think and, that was and, more of like an arcade phenomenon more than like yeah, a home. Right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, sure. Yeah. And, and th- I guess that's a it's it's let's go ahead and just lump Marvel versus Capcom and Dance Dance Revolution together because both of those were. Um, arcade sure. releases in in uh, in '98. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really only put MVC on here just because it is the progenitor, is the number one of that series. Not that it itself was okay, from what I understand. Like it wasn't amazing, but it was fun. Blah 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 blah. But yeah. you know, more of an much more of an honorable mention yeah. when I when I put it there. Like I, I, when I think of Marvel versus Capcom it, as both a game and a series, it seems like such a weird fucking anomaly. Yeah, and and, and if I remember right, I think X Men versus Street Fighter came out around the same time as MVC One. So it's really interesting to see that that MVC One, you know, ends up sucking up X Men and Street Fighter together with them, and then comes Marvel versus Capcom Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Street Fighter versus X Men or X Men versus Street Fighter came basically came from Ch- X Men Children of the Atom and right. Street Fighter uh-huh. Two being on the same engine. Yep. And they're like, let's just squish these together and see what happens. And then it's it just, just a weird crossover, like in, in universes, yeah. just in general. It's random, like fucking Disney and Final Fantasy. What? How? Yeah, right. It, it's, <laughs> it's just, just so, so weird. And 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 I think it's I think it's kind of cool that while Marvel vs. Capcom came out in arcades in '98, everything after it, and even the game itself, has been played more on consoles. You talking about NBC One or just that series? Both. Uh, like u- ultimately, NBC One has been played more on consoles than it was in uh, in uh, arcades. Hmm. Same thing with NBC2 and all of the games following that. Like, 98 was like the last... was kind of the last year... That, that year and a few years after that were the last time we saw big 
arcade games. Like uh, it was, it was the last generation of arcade games. I miss arcades. <laughs> yeah, there's something. There's definitely something that kids these days don't get. That that feeling of being in a room, just these monster machines, just being able to play them. Like I do miss the arcade days, but that's a whole different show. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, slapping some quarters down and saying, "I got next." Right. <laughs> oh man. Want to play doubles? <laughs> oh man, take me back. Take me back. Sergio, uh, do you know do you know much about an, uh, Unreal? I don't know anything about Unreal. Yeah, I don't know anything about Unreal either. Uh, from from what I understand, it was like the next in um, when it comes to evolution of the first person shooter. It kind of bridged the gap between the the Doom and Quake years. Uh, d- like the Doom Quake years, and then the the Halo years. Was- it kind of bridged those. Is is Unreal part of the Unreal tournament? Is that bef- like yes. part of that line? Okay. Yes, I, know, I I do know that much. Gotcha. That's more than I knew. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Does that um, have anything to do with the Unreal Engine? <laughs> yes. E- e- Epic Games is kind of responsible for all of that stuff. Oh, okay. And everybody uses Unreal Engine now. <laughs> yeah. And then it's flash forward twenty years, and they have the biggest game on the planet. Which one is that, Sergio? Fortnite. What? <laughs> I really didn't know the answer to that. <laughs> you, you did what? You have children. How do you, how do you not know about Fortnite? I, this is what this is what I know about uh, Fortnite. My kids play it, and then I have to watch them do all the different dances for three hours a night. <laughs> My kid well, knows how to floss like a boss. <laughs> well, th- there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. We only have a few more here that we could really touch upon. Um, I've only got a few more minutes, so uh, let's touch upon them quick. <laughs> okay, let's see. We, some other games that came out. Let's see. We, we we mentioned Gex, Enter the Gecko. I don't even know if that's a good game. Never heard I don't of it. know either. The the only other one I, I would like to jump to mention is Baldur's Gate, and I really that's hate That's a great that. game. Do you know anything about it? Do you know that? Much I know about everything it? about that game. Go, yeah. Ha, then there you go. Spend the last few minutes saying something about it because that's one game we should have talked about and we didn't. Okay. Uh, go for it. It's a great R, uh, RPG game um, that is uh, based on the real actual Dungeons and Dragons series, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, like there's characters from the storylines and uh, locations and everything. Um, I had. Okay. I didn't play it like the year it came out. I played it probably three or four years later. Um, That's hard. early 2000. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, man, I got stuck on that game for a long time. It's really fun. I actually have the enhanced editions now, the the remade versions. They're um, not really remade, but they're someone else bought the company the property for it, and are like expanding it and like making better versions of it. Um, but yeah, I got stuck on that game for a long time. Same thing with Baldur's Gate too. Great games, really fun, and especially now you can do multiplayer on them. They're still good games. For uh, I wish I'd played those games for for Bioware, just considering what they turned into later. Yeah, no, I mean they even the Bioware ones were great versions of them. Like it was still really good. They've just improved some shitty controls and some uh, made things a little little easier, like just menu wise and everything. And then now they're making their own content. So, <clears throat> well, now Baldur's Gate is the first one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, they, yeah, yeah, that's the, they were on that one. I don't know the way you made it sound like maybe they'd done maybe it was something else. I misunderstood. No, no. probably. 
No, Bioware made one and two, and then another company years later made enhanced editions. Oh, the, I see. Yeah, a different uh, yeah, company made the you. different versions. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You. I'm looking that up now. It says they're called Overhaul Games. Yes, Overhaul Games. That, what a they, convenient fucking name. I was going <laughs> well, to say the same thing. They've done a bunch of the. They've <laughs> so, done a bunch of games like that, like that whole generation of games uh, that are all like D and D based, like from actual D and D properties. They're redoing all those games. Oh, and cool. then, okay. And they they've already released like two expansions to the original Baldur's Gate storyline. So it's. It's really cool. That's insane. Yeah, all these years later. Well, at least we got that one covered. I'm, I'm glad I caught that. That yeah, was like the last seminal game of the year, I think, that was worth really mentioning, and we totally missed, almost missed it. Uh, yeah. There's a few more that I want to mention, but if you need to drop off, Josh, you can. Yeah, I, I gotta go get, get kids fed and dinner and everything. All right, all right. We'll go feed your go feed your spawn. Yes, I've got a whole shoe of children to go through and feed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, guys. It was fun. See you All later. Right, we'll finish up here. Right, Have a good night. See you, Josh. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, Reed. It's just me and you. Let's let's burn through these last few because I there, I do want to touch on a couple of these. All right. Uh, let's, so, let's go. All right. So Crash Bandicoot Warped. And yeah, Tomb, you, and you know, Tomb I Raider put Three that on there. Yeah. I, I I just didn't know how big or not those games were. You know, especially like Tomb Raider three. Like, what is that? I don't know what the fuck that means. Is it <laughs> just the third one? Was the third yeah. one the good one? I don't know. I, it, like, there's not really anything too significant about those games themselves, except that they were quality inter- iterations in two well-known franchises. Crash, of course, was completely. It, it, Crash was the PlayStation mascot. Right. Well, was is this the second one, or is this a spin-offy one, or is no? It... Warp, the warped is the third one. Third one. Okay. Is is it the good one or something? Uh, the, well, it's I I believe it's widely thought of as the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the most popular one. Like the most popular one is the first one. Mm-hmm. So this is Mario Brothers three. Of Crash. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, would you say the same thing? And this is the distinction I was trying to make because, again, like you know, I don't know whether the thir- Tomb Raider three. Just to move over to that one again, is it that's just incidentally when it came out, or is it worth even talking about because it was really good? Uh, I it it was. I don't even know if it's worth talking about, but the okay. Tomb Raider series is important enough to at least mention. Okay. Um, Sounds good. I really wish one of us knew something about the Thief series. Yeah, I literally have zero familiarity with the Thief series. I, I mean, same. I've I've seen stuff about it, and it looks cool to me. But I just I don't know. I know jack shit about that game. Other <laughs> other than like the the bare bones, like hey, this game was cool because it was really good stealth. Like okay, cool. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I I have no frame of reference whatsoever. Like during during this time, like during the late nineties, I was not PC gaming. I was not Same. PlayStation gaming. Same. Uh, I wasn't Sega gaming. I was Nintendo Same. gaming. I I was too. Like that. I just I remember playing shit out of Star Fox. I'm not saying it came out in ninety eight or I don't know when that game came out. But I think I it was ninety six. 
But I played the 96? shit out of Star Fox something like that. Banjo or Super Mario 64, Banjo enough. Like just yeah, I, I Goldeneye whenever that came out. I think that was I feel like that was like 99. Something like that. So 97. Like, it, like there was but, only like a 4-year period there where the Nintendo 64 was hot shit. But yeah, that that was me too. Like just it whenever the 64 came out, that is what I was playing. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of these I had games. Friends who had PlayStations, but. Oh, and I didn't even have friends oh, okay. that had PlayStations. I'm I'm sorry. We should <laughs> one of us should go back in time and befriend the other one somehow. Yeah, yeah. Because as I said, a lot of these games I played later mm. for for that reason alone. Um, one of them, which I, I think is like a sneaky, um, seminal game. That we didn't talk, touch upon at all is Mario Party. I, you know, I'm sure that is seminal, but I just never gave a shit about those games. I, I mean, fine, whatever. I just did, don't care. I, I never had enough friends for that to enjoy those games. <laughs> like th- th- that was one of those games that always pissed me off because they're fun. Yeah, yeah, because I had fun every single time I played them. But mm-hmm. playing them was like nails on a chalkboard. Like <laughs> it took so long. It was so annoying. Everybody was like, oh, "Look at the party party, man!" Like a game that I hate that I like. <laughs> and I get, I get that. Yeah, and 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 like if go into any used game store anywhere in the country and try to buy a Mario Party game. Those games hold their fucking value. No, they do. They're they're pricey. Yeah, like go buy Mario Party three at a game exchange right now. It's going to be like sixty bucks, mm-hmm. fifty, forty something bucks. Like it's it's insane how popular the Mario Party games are. Gotcha. And the Noted. first one Noted. came out in ninety eight. Uh, let's see. Do what? What what's the latest Mario Party? Is it like nine, ten? No, it's uh, it's on Switch and it's called Super Mario Party. Oh no! So in twenty, <laughs> so 30, 20 years later, they've full circled and now they're calling it Super Mario Party. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's the tenth mm-hmm. Mario Party, if I remember correctly. If you don't count the the DS Mario Party. Um. The only ones no. I would count in this in this nomenclature is the literally numbered ones. Okay, no, it's number it's it's number eleven because they had Mario Parties one through ten, and then this is number eleven. Okay. So, so effectively though, this is I guess a new series then to them. I no guess. Or not a new series, but you know, it's like Super Mario Brothers one, two, three, Super Mario World one and two. Super, you know, just adding slapping super on the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Nintendo's weird about their naming shit. I'm, I'm surprised they made it to Mario Party 10. If I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I definitely kind of misspoke with that, but, but yeah, that's that seems like most of. It. Is there something else specific that you wanted um, to hit on that we didn't still? Uh, let's see. Panzer Dragoon is really the only Sega game we have on this list, right? Um, 
I don't. I think it's like the only like dedicated one because I think NBC One was on Dreamcast, but it was also another thing. Question mark. Uh, Sonic Adventure was another one too. That was. See, that's. I saw that on the list too, and. I, but I, I never again, played it, so I don't know. I played Sonic Adventure. Technically, it didn't come out in the states until '99. Yeah, I was, and I was about to say, and like based on our information dreamcast was not here yet but yeah yeah so so all of those dream all all those dreamcast launch games that we could have put on this list because they came out in japan first we just kind of left them off because i one that made it easier and two we're americans Mm. Mm -hmm. oh oh, i'm sorry the last one last okay last one rogue squadron you know, I remember the only thing about that game I remember is I never cared about flight sim games at all. And when I got my 64 for Christmas, I took it up st- and that's the game that's the only other game I had to play was Rogue Squadron. Cuz Mario 64 came in the box, right? Didn't it? No. No, it didn't have a pack in. No. Okay. So, I I think Rogue Squadron was my first game, maybe. Then, <laughs> shit, like Rogue remember, Squadron had a cachet to it, man. Mom, dude, I remember my mom gave me the Marge Simpson answer kind of thing, or the Marge Simpson kind of story, where if you remember, Bart got a game one Christmas in one of the early seasons, and it's like, oh, the the game store clerk told me this is the game all the boys are playing and it was exactly <laughs> not the game he wanted it was not the game he wanted at all he wanted some kill murder game i don't remember what it was but yeah, that was yeah. exactly what my what my mother's decision meant making was like oh everybody's everybody's buying star wars rogue squadron it's like that's what the clerk told me so that's what i got I'm like oh that's give the blind funny a blind shooting game <laughs> I definitely, I definitely played it and enjoyed it, but I, did, I definitely didn't put as, too much time into it. Dude, like Rogue Squadron was the first Star Wars game that I can remember, like having legitimate hype behind it. Mm. Like th- there were like you know Super Star Wars, Super Empire, you know all those were good and people liked them, but uh, right, but it's not the same. The, those yeah, platformers like with Rogue Squadron Star was Wars legit, ends, basically. Like it, mm-hmm. it's the reason I know what an X wing oh, is. I remember being really good. <laughs> yeah, like it's the reason I know when, when I when I see Star Wars like ships, I'm like, oh, I remember that. I played the in, in Rogue Squadron of that ship. I was the bomber. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And and it, and it came out during like the dead years, like right after after Jedi, but before Episode One. Mm-hmm. So like there was just just yeah, like a yeah that's right because that one came out in ninety nine yeah yeah there there was like an excitement to a lot of Star Wars stuff before it all got ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's not even me shitting on the prequels. It's just it, it was before Star Wars was Star Wars. Yeah, was, r- right. Yeah, before it became the it was already whatever phenomenon it was, but it hadn't reached this world crazed status kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I take that back. I think it... I don't, man, I don't know. I think that's not actually true. I it, think it like was kind it, of that. It wasn't there. omnipresent. Like, it was it, it was yeah, like revered. 
yeah, pre Force Awakens, it was definitely omnipresent. I'll give you that. So, mate, so I don't know, but I don't know where that came from. I, I wonder where, when that hit. That'd be interesting. Somewhere between, somewhere between episode one and episode three. That that's got to be. I don't know. <coughs> this, this is a different conversation. But yeah, Rogue Squadron was a big mm-hmm. fucking deal, and it was pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was really good. I admit that. All right. Well, uh. Rito? Yes, sir. We, uh, we, we're done talking about 1998. It's a good year. All right. Not, not too shabby, allegedly. We'll just have to see. What? Visit it in 10 years. Right, right. I don't think anything's, I don't think anything's going to outdo 98, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll definitely, now, now, I'll probably definitely have to look around the, the years and see, like, which is the best one? This probably is objectively the best one, but I highly doubt this is subjectively the best one to make. Yeah, I'm sure someone has done the math. Right, yeah, kind of like the aggregative critical claim put together, and no, oh, this is the one, this is the numerically right one. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, um, hey, if you stuck around this long, uh, thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Um, I'm Sergio. Uh, Josh is gone, so fuck that guy. Uh, and that's Reed. Uh, tune in next time. Um, we'll fill in some more of these lost episodes. Woo! Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com. <laughs>